mother, wife, entrepreneur, animal lover, coffee addict, recovering people pleaser, and hopefully your new best friend. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I want to help teach you how to live your life more unapologetically. So grab a snack and a drink and let's chat. I was never that super outgoing child growing up, but at the same time, I wasn't the majorly shy, hide behind your parents type either. I feel like I was a good mix between the two. Obviously, when I was a child, stranger danger was the biggest thing that deterred me from interacting with those around me. But I feel like when I became more familiar with the people around me, I became more comfortable. So comfortable to the point where I'm sure some of you who are listening, I probably had invited you to play Beanie Babies with me. (laughs) Jumping forward into my adult life, when it came to careers, I worked a lot in the realm of customer service. So I had to be pushed outside my comfort bubble by interacting to all sorts of walks of life. At first, obviously, it was a little awkward and uncomfortable because as humans, we like familiar. But soon enough, I turned into this very extroverted, strong, and confident young woman who felt like she could talk to anybody and she knew how to sell one hell of a sofa. (laughs) It actually wasn't until my last corporate career that kind of shattered this confidence. I started to become more anxious, intimidated. I was starting to have my first feelings of social anxiety. Then COVID hit. Don't worry. This is not an episode about COVID. I feel like we're all tired of hearing about it. I just wanted to mention COVID because it did bring out this timid and anxious, non-social adult that I hadn't been faced with yet. This new person that I had never met before. I remember vividly, I did tell her that while we're at Target, if I start to feel that and I'm starting to get overstimulated with my environment, that I would really love if we could just leave. She was so understanding. And she actually told me that she knows where I'm coming from because she's had similar situations whenever she's in large groups. So it didn't make me feel alone, but it was still kind of embarrassing to open up to her about how I was nervous to just go to Target. My anxiety just seemed to amplify any time I would step outside my house or any time I would have to jump on a Zoom call when I was working for that unnamed company. I dreaded it. I wanted to literally escape from my own body. I wanted to be a different person and not have to face socializing with anyone. It's actually really wild to be sharing this because if you know me, then you would have never thought that I struggled with something like this. I even remember that it got so bad that I would get anxious talking to my own husband or family. So where did this all stem from? It's not like I woke up one morning and all of a sudden I completely forgot how to socialize with any other human around me (laughs) and that I wanted to become a hermit and just lock myself within these four walls and call it a day. No, (laughs) it actually all stemmed from being so beaten down, belittled, and letting others decide my own worth while I was working at my previous job. Plus, COVID didn't help. Here's the thing. I don't think that anyone consciously was aware of how they were making me feel 
or how they are making other people feel around them, just simply beating them down and not really leading them to help achieve their goals. I mean, I would cringe anytime somebody would stop at my desk or anytime I would see on my calendar, I had a meeting with my manager to discuss how things have been going. I can confidently though say that I was one of the hardest working people there. And today I could proudly say that to their faces, standing tall. But the fact that this environment beat me down so far to where I couldn't even use my own voice to talk to those who are closest to me, it was a sign that I probably should have listened to much early on before I got pregnant, before I decided to become my own boss and open up my own business. And here we are today. I should have heard my internal monologues telling me to get the hell out, telling me that this is not my path, not my environment, not the people I should surround myself with. I just kept telling myself that this is just a phase. It's going to get better. But the fact was, it wasn't just a phase. It's not because I was new. It was my body giving me the wake-up call, signaling that this is not where I should be. Plot twist. It didn't get better as I stayed. (laughs) So, yeah. I just wanted to share this and be open and honest with you all because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that struggle with a similar situation. They fall into that fight or flight mode and instead of recognizing that, they just kind of push it down deeper and move forward. Maybe this deals with a career environment for you or a friendship or even a family member. But I'm here to tell you that you need to listen to those bells and whistles that are going off internally. It's not just noise. You know that saying, what would you tell your younger self now? I know it's only been a few years ago, but technically it is a younger version of myself. So I would tell her to get the F out. I would also tell her to shake off those opinions of others because those are not the ones that measure your worth. What I want you to take from this episode is I want to maybe spark a personal conversation. Looking inward at your current life path, who are you surrounding yourself with? What's your environment like? What type of foods are you nourishing your body with? Are you happy with the current path you're on? Not to say that you can't have off days because obviously we're human, we have big emotions, and I feel like it's so frowned upon to be anything other than cheerful, (laughs) as if our brains are full of lollipops and rainbows. No, that's not real life. If the younger version of me was in that old environment and was listening to this podcast, it would have been the wake-up call I needed. It would have sparked a train of thought leading me to know that I needed to make a change. That anxious, shy girl is not me, but she is a part of me. And yes, she still comes out from time to time. Not necessarily to the point where I can't go to Target now without having a panic attack, but when I do start having those big feelings, I stop and pay attention. I look at what's currently going on and I make a change if I can. I help support myself during that fight or flight mode with no judgment, just as I am for my own son. When he's having big emotions and his fight or flight mode is on, I'm there accepting and supportive. (laughs) 
A bit of a deeper conversation this Monday morning, but I feel like it's a very necessary conversation to have. I do hope you all have a wonderful week and I hope that if big emotions do arise, that you approach them with the love, acceptance, and support that you deserve. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.